Hi, Owen Davis here, and uh, here with another interview with a financial planner this time, and this is Sarah Harding. Hello, um, thanks for having me. That's all right, that's all right. Um, I, I know you like to use your full name, so please introduce yourself. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to have this interview with uh, Sarah. Sarah is not just a uh, financial planner, but she's also, also a client of ours. So it'd be good to get her insights on that. But um, yeah, please, Sarah, tell us a bit about... Uh, yourself and okay. what you do and what your experience is with uh, clients in the property market and but also in the financial markets. Okay. Um, so yeah, Sarah Virginia Harding. So if you look me up on Google, it's Virginia in the, with my middle name because there is a um, yep UK pop singer that's Sarah Harding. That's definitely not me. Uh, <laughs> I've, um, I've been in financial services now for about 10 years. Yeah. Worked with larger organisations um, such as AMP, CBA and also boutique financial services um, uh, practices. Yeah. Uh, some with their own licences um, and some affiliated with bigger dealer groups. Um, so that's a little bit about myself. I've had my business now for about three years, um, specializing in financial services, meaning we assist clients formulate strategies to actually diversify and create wealth throughout their life in different stages. Okay. Um, so my personal experiences with property is that obviously I've, I own property. Yeah. Um, I've had a unit since I was about 21, which was yeah. a great learning experience. Um, and I've also assisted clients uh, working with buyers agents um, to basically diversify their asset base and yeah. invest within property. Uh, so, yeah, I've had a little bit of experience. Yeah. Um, I'm passionate about property. I think it's a yeah. great tool to diversify wealth. Um, which a lot of financial planners in the past have been... Not so um, keen on direct property. Exactly. Look, I'm keen on building a diversified portfolio for clients um, because I understand that there's risk associated with having one asset class, especially yeah. given the current state of the, the property market in certain areas mm. um, and also from an income perspective as well. I believe if you can have a certain level of diversification in your portfolio, depending on where assets are in, in their cycle, will obviously flow on to you know, the income that you've got in your asset base. So um, I'm big on diversification. Okay. Mm. That's good news. Good yeah. News. yeah. <laughs> um, so what, what are you working with at clients at the moment and, um, you know, either in the property market or with, you know, financial planning markets? Yeah, yeah. Look, um, it really depends on where the client's at, but because of the state of some of the major cities like Sydney at the moment with mm. the market and Melbourne and some areas, um, people are a little bit more... I guess, hesitant around property because of all of the negative media that's coming out. Yeah. Um, but I still have clients that are actually interested in investing in property. Mm. Um, given the state of the credit market as well, so yeah. obviously getting a loan after the Royal Commission has become a little bit more difficult. Now, it's not impossible. Mm. Um, it's just more difficult and people actually have to work within their restraints and their budget. Um, I'm seeing more and more people interested in, you know, places like Queensland, um, some parts of Melbourne, because it's much easier to get into those uh, into yes. areas to, to diversify. Mm. Um, we've, we've heard that the, um, the financial markets in terms of lending market has started to loosen up a bit since the, the, since the Royal Commission has uh, finalised. Yeah, yeah. Are you hearing yeah. that as well? Look, um, I, yeah, so everyone was, throughout the Royal Commission, everyone was very fearful, I feel, that, you know, oh, you can't get, you won't be able to get a yep. loan, and it's so hard, and, but to be honest, yeah, since it has actually ended, uh, when, when dealing with banks, um, for me, 
I'm, I'm starting to feel that that's actually, you know, lowering. That okay. level yep. of resistance yep. is yep. actually lowering. Um, so, yeah, look, I, I, like I said, I don't think it's impossible. It just depends on the client situation yep. where they're looking to um, looking to buy. And um, I believe in working with a broker, though, yes. over going straight to a bank because I just feel that when I've worked with um, professional brokers... Yes. Um, they're more likely to look for the best opportunity for the client mm. and for a provider and a lender that will actually um, suit that versus yes. going into a CBA or, you know. Yeah, um, yeah always working with professionals to, to, to get an outcome. But okay. look, yeah, there's, you know, there's always a solution, I guess. <laughs> and um, the, the market for the rest of this year, where do you see it heading with uh, what we've got coming up? And look, there's a lot of uncertainty at the moment. We've got a state election coming up here in New South Wales. We've got a yep. federal election coming up in May. Um, most people are predicting that uh, we'll have a change of government, which um, they're talking about a number of different things that they're looking to implement, mm. when or if they actually come through, like the removal of uh, negative gearing, franking credits. Have they, have they given any detail around that negative gearing policy? Well, I... I don't think it's that clear. I know a broker that's going to uh, or potentially looking to do an event um, discussing it with a, a, a current politician, right. potentially. Um, so I think they're like the government's probably trying to do more and more to flesh it out because with all, with all the changes that have happened over the number of last number of years with depreciation and what you can and can't claim, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's already taken a lot of the, uh, the heat out of it. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know how much more they can do. Well, banning new negative gearing on certain properties and yeah. those sorts of things, well, I guess, will try and slow things down even further. Mm. But it's it's one having those that those legislations passed, and then it's two actually implementing that out as well. And how mm. do they effectively do that? And look, there's so many questions that you know we don't know at the moment. That's the thing. It's mm. you know there's all these things that they're talking about, but the level of detail around the policy and yeah. what will actually happen is. Who knows? And that's the uncertainty at the moment in the market. Okay. Which is driving people or right. not driving them, whichever yeah. way you want to look at it. <laughs> but look, you, you know, um, I think as well it depends on how um, how engaged people are with the media, yeah. with these political campaigns, yeah. with, um, you know, what's actually being spoken about. Because I find that if people aren't that engaged, then they're less likely to, to worry about it or mm. to consider it or mm. so, yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, but yeah, who knows where the property market's going? Um, yeah. yeah, that's who has a crystal ball kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so once once we get through the um, the elections, mm. the state election here well, in New think, South Wales, and then the, uh, federal, the federal election, I think that will give people a bit more certainty, knowing uh, well, certainty or uncertainty, depending on the outcome, yeah. um, what to expect moving forward. Because you would expect that government to be you know, mm. in for, what, four years? So mm. um, at least that will sort of set the tone for what the future will potentially look like based mm. on the bias of that political party or mm. some of the things that are being talked about at mm. the moment. So mm. Okay. Mm. Well, um, uh, if um, there's anything else, uh, I mean... The, do you see anything else happening with um, clients at the moment or the marketplace? Look, um, depending on the types of clients and where they're at in their life, um, some of them are getting quite... Uh, some of the uh, retirees and pre-retirees okay. are getting quite concerned about the removal of franking credits. Obviously, right, okay. that would have a bit of an impact depending on, um, like I said, where, where somebody yeah. is in their life. Yeah. But if people are just relying on that for their pension, yeah. um, then... 
you know, uh, removing those franking credits could, uh, you know, could see people, you know, lose quite a bit of income. Mm. So it's a bit of a concern for them at the moment. And it's making uh, investing into obviously direct equities a little bit more, mm. um, well, there's that level of uncertainty. So who yeah. wants to jump in if that's the case? Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it is actually a, a challenging market at the moment. Lots of volatility. Nobody yeah. really knows with certainty where the markets are going to go, mm. which obviously in that kind of environment, it's very difficult to get people to act because people usually tend to procrastinate in those times. Yes, and yes. that's the, that, that causes a number of issues as yes, well. Yes, mm. we've ex been experiencing that over the last what, you know, good 12, 18 months. Exactly. So, people yes. just waiting. It, it's all this... Let's just wait until that happens. We'll wait until that happens. We'll yes. wait and see what happens here. And in yes. the interim, they're not actually doing anything. Yes. And if you lived your life by that, you'd never do anything because you'd always be waiting mm. for that next thing to, to mm. occur or not mm. occur. Or sometimes you just have to um, jump in and, and learn as you go and, and mm. deviate. But you know, that's the I think that's the value of actually working with professionals, like yes. working with a financial advisor or a property agent. Um, at least they're there to, to help guide you as you make these decisions so that you actually do make the decisions mm. versus like I've seen so many times when people don't work with professionals, they just end up getting into a cycle of uh, procrastination throughout their whole life. Yeah. Um, and it's always like, you know... Or if they do make a move, they, they, they make a decision based on... Um on emotion exactly yeah i've seen this a lot actually with buying property in sydney like a home to to purchase because mm. people have been so fearful and waiting for the market to bottom out a lot of people are sitting there renting property and not purchasing their dream home because they think the market's going to crash and yeah. it's all of that it's you know you, yeah. you end up end up wasting a lot of money on, on rent as a result of looking for that perfect opportunity and let's face it there's no perfect opportunity in life it's no. just that some people take the opportunity that's in front of them or they don't and that's well, I've been make. saying that a lot recently that the best time to buy is when you can get the money. Exactly. Because yeah. like, like what I learned with my property investment, the things that I learned were that I probably should have got some expert advice from a professional, but I was very young. Um, so where I purchased the property, there hasn't been a whole heap of capital appreciation or mm. growth, but it's, it's given me good rental yield. Yeah. Um, but if I hadn't jumped into that property, I would not have learnt through that experience how important it is actually to work with professionals um, and how important it is to get the right suburb and yeah. how the market moves mm. and all of that sort of stuff that goes into mm. it. I could still be sitting here not doing anything. Yeah. So at least I learnt something through the experience and yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. You always learn through your experiences. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Sarah. Um, and so. Uh, Please, if you're listening to us on the podcast or on any of the other platforms, reach out to us here at Leafield Real Estate. Give us some feedback if you've got any questions or um, uh, or who you'd like to hear from next time, the type of person that you'd like to hear from next time. Uh, let us know. All right, speak to you soon. Thanks. Thank you.